Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. got me you got your back baby now we're ready to go all right as i was saying it is hit the books time sorry about that i think it's on my end my computer's actually running slow i got like 40 different windows open as i was (laughs) mad tweeting about dtr throwing yet another pick uh good to see you kanish this is hit the books part of the hammer betting network let's let's pay some bills real quick hit the books on the hammer betting network powered by circus sports Bet like the pros with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips. It's Circus Sports. Experience big app bets with the highest betting limits, better money line splits with the lowest hold percentage, best customer service, and more. It's sports betting on the go. It's never been better. Now you can download fun and bet like a pro from anywhere in Nevada. Get your new bookie today at CircusSports.com. Kanish, we had a nice winner yesterday as far as best bets. An outright winner with Washington comes home for us. We're doing all right in the bowls. Three and one. We got four more yet to, to be uh, determined, and I I like our position in almost every single one of those, to say the least. So, uh, anything catch your eye here in the last since the last time I talked to you here a few days ago? I think somebody on the Purdue football team liked our position so much on LSU, we flew to New Jersey and uh, you know put a put, put a big bet down. Apparently, that uh, did, did you see that tweet from Mr. Purdom that uh, uh, they they've stopped trading that game in in New Jersey due to. Uh, some, some, uh, somebody in, involved with the Purdue football team uh, making a bet on that. I don't know. Wrong. Long story short, yeah, I like uh, I liked our Washington winner. I liked our uh, the positions we got so far. Uh, DTR just having an all time like a- absolute meltdown uh, here in in this game here to to, to get it for bit. So um, and hey, little uh, little South Carolina ND uh, action. That's been a good one so far. So. And, and the the and listen, we got the 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 main course here tomorrow night uh, with your guy Jim Harbaugh ready to ready to put it to TCU, baby. Yeah, you know I'd agree with that position. Uh, so we'll get into that in a little bit. As far as tonight, though, because we still have a while. We got three games going on right now. We still got a game tonight. It is the Orange Bowl, to say the least, and then some with Tennessee and Clemson playing one another. Saw some money come in. On uh, Tennessee today, quite a bit of money, in fact. I mean, the line went from six to down to four. Do you Were you a part of that steam on Tennessee? Uh, or on, uh, yeah, on Tennessee. And, uh, you know, did, were, were you a part of that? I saw Mr. Muscles is on it. I, I actually ended up betting Tennessee a long time ago uh, but, and, you know, didn't anticipate too much more money to come in. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with uh, like again. It was with uh, some of the Tennessee positions, um, uh, as you said a little bit ago. Um, nothing that uh, I wasn't you know jumping on to add more to. I, again, we we talked a few weeks ago when we were first talking about bowls that thought this move was was just simply like uh, too aggressive on a, on a Clemson team that that's been relatively disappointing for the year. Um, so no, I, I think the move makes sense, uh, and I'm. I'm I even I it's still even small lean Tennessee here uh, at the three and a half or four. I know uh, no hooker number of opt outs and stuff, but 
I don't, I don't think it's a particularly good Clemson team. I think what Tennessee does on offense, even with Milton, uh, can give that Clemson secondary that's been pretty porous all year a lot of problems. Did you do anything with the total? I did bet under. We saw a lot of under money come in in the last 24 hours. The the total went down two, two and a half points. Uh, did you do anything there? Yeah, no, you know what? Uh, I haven't touched the total on this one. Um, and I, I agree with, you know, if you got a, you know an early under position, obviously looking good now. This one is one to me. I'd still lean side Tennessee at, at four. The total to me is about right here. So I don't have anything, uh, you know, lean either way now that it's, uh, I think, 60, 61 uh, is about right. Agree there. Uh, slight lean still for me, even after the line movement uh, a little bit, uh, you know, d- dogging under there. Uh, anything, uh, did you do anything big as far, we'll mention as it's going on. I mean, uh, Pittsburgh, UCLA, my biggest bet of the bowl season was on UCLA. As it was trickling out, the DTR would in fact play and Pittsburgh was down, going to be down, you know, at minimum eight starters. Uh, I laid three and a half, uh, the biggest bowl bet of the bowl season for me felt pretty comfortable about, you know, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, but now, uh, not so comfortable, uh, just a horrific look for DTR, horrific look for Chip Kelly. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I mean, probably going to lose a, you know, the, the, you know, with the four and a half points uh, of CLV, uh, not going to act five and a half points. I mean, hell it closed, ended up closing nine, uh, use it in the contest too. How stupid am I? Uh, did you do anything in this one? You know, I, I, this is one that I just, uh, when I was originally getting some info a few weeks ago that didn't think those guys would play, uh, took, yep. took a large Pittsburgh position. Then it comes out, it's looking like they're going to play. So came back on UCLA. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm pretty, you know, neutral. I'm probably going to, you know, unless this lands right, right. Uh, I think I need UCLA by four here would be uh, BSO, a little, little touchdown, a little 35-31 final. Uh, and I think both of us would be very happy here. Outside of that, uh, it's just going to cost me some juice. So, yeah, I agree. The, the information on this one was a little – again, it was one where, like, Charbonnet does all the practices, decides not to play. Yeah. On, the, on the meantime, DTR did practices, then he plays. So, um, just uh, – yeah, I'm not uh, – it was a uh, – it was an interesting kind of kind of pre-game information war on this one. Um, and obviously UCLA was the side here, but uh, I mean, turnover to ultimate equalizer. A couple of back-breaking DTR, three back-breaking oh DTR God, turnovers yeah. now, uh, two in the red zone and one that led directly to a pit touchdown here. And now another turnover that just gave Pitt the lead. So uh, if there's any if there's any game that tells you like never to have too large of a stake on a, on, a, on one sample size, it, it's this game where UCLA uh, post game win expectancy is probably going to be like ninety nine percent, and they're not they're they're definitely not going to cover any of the late numbers here uh, unless there's a late melt and uh, maybe not even cover uh, the best numbers. So yeah, this is this is a tough one for for any if you're a UCLA better. Yeah, and, and try double whammy for me. I ended up betting under 60 and a half when it was like you really thought DTR and no one was going to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I huge loss, but it is what it is. And it does show you that I know Kanish likes to talk about locks. Uh, <laughs> I don't, there isn't any. <laughs> uh, speaking of... <laughs> Hey baby, you you know what? I was I was telling when I wish Washington would have won that game by two scores. I had I was gonna have Phillips at to one a.m. pulling up the the clip of uh, Washington alt lines the last week. Uh, they only win by seven. We'll take the winner. Uh, but but I was really hoping to victory lap that uh, Washington by multiple scores uh, take. Uh, that was as hot as it gets. But hey, listen, good nice uh, double lock there, and uh, we move forward. 
Speaking of steam, real quick, we'll mention this before we get to some of the other games. Uh, South Carolina and Notre Dame's going on right now. A lot of steam on Notre Dame today. Man, that turned out to be so correct. Uh, all, all that steam. I mean, <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens. He's still got another half to play, but I mean, Tyler Buckner is no good. I He's, tweeted he that. Is, now he is no good. Uh, I know our no. friend of the show, uh, Tailgate Tent, uh, I was trolling him a little bit. So don't pencil in. Uh, uh, you know, Hartman as the, the starter, I, I, you can pencil, you can take, uh, you know, my left arm and a kidney and I'll, I'll, I'll pencil that in that Hartman, unless he's hurt, is going to be the starter for Notre Dame next year. Cause, uh, Buckner should probably be playing, uh, at, you know, Georgia Southern or something. So, yeah, I, I agree. It just shows you how terrible that Notre Dame quarterback room was, but, uh, he doesn't play defense. And now he did throw a pick six and yet I think he's thrown four pick sixes in his career and barely, barely's played, but, Notre Dame's defense uh, is not a good either uh, today. No, and this is South Carolina. Like Spencer, you look at the his. You look at the six games before they played uh, their their final two, com- yep. and then add in those two plus. It's like it's like Spencer Rattler, like like morphed into a different person. Uh, yeah, he, he basically like I mean he was averaging like 150 yards a game. They were trying to run the ball too much. The offense was stagnant. Now they're throwing it all over the pitch. Uh, I don't, I don't, I can't recall like a late season turnaround here. Uh, as UCLA is just like it, it seems like they've like completely melted into oblivion here. As uh, now they're inside their own five. Um, second half, Notre Dame minus four over under twenty seven. Um, what do you like there? I, I think it's about. To be honest with you, I, I would lean some South Carolina. Uh, to be honest, yeah, I, I, I think they're a better football team. Uh, I know their defense has given up a couple of bad plays, but uh, I, I think that. To me, the, all I saw in the first half is is uh, South Carolina is is the better team on the field right now. So, uh, yeah, that one. Um, yeah, I, and again, you you know what you mentioned? I want to talk about. You mentioned uh, some of the bowl steam that was the game day that was really good last year. It ain't good this year. It sucks this year. Yeah, it, it, it was. It had some good moments here. Now, now the last couple of days, it's been a little bit of uh, you know a tribute. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously with these bowls, it's got a lot of. Uh, You've got a lot of unknowns going into it. So that's why we've talked a few times this year about, um, you know, maybe being a little lighter on initial positions, doing some more middling than usual. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, some of these results, even even in a game where you've got the lock stock right side here on UCLA, uh, that that's looking like it's it's about to be uh, a pit victory. So just just uh, yeah, just an insane bowl season. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't give me much confidence moving forward to, to, to go all out and, you know, try to bet almost uh, uh, yeah, every bowl game like I've been. Uh, but I don't know. Look, I mean, the results are what they are, but I mean, you, you're going to give me four and a half points uh, of CLV. I, I mean, I, I'm going to win more often than, than I lose. So, but uh, <laughs> man, does it, that, that hurts me. If I, if it sounds like I'm a little rattled, it's just not because of my poor internet at the start of this stream. It's because, I mean, I'm a little rattled. I mean, I'm frazzled with that UCLA result, to say the least, especially when I thought, you know, they were in good shape 28-14, even with those two early picks. I thought, ah, this is still be a winner. I clearly had the right side. Uh, Wyoming-Ohio, did you do anything in that one? I, you know, not, late steam on Ohio doesn't look like that's going to be correct either uh, today. No. I actually, after the first Wyoming TD, uh, the only thing I did, I missed the the original steam there on Ohio. Um, I didn't have a strong feel. I live bet some Ohio three and a half after the first Wyoming score. Thought their offense would answer. Um, but it looks like Wyoming, uh, I mean, 
Wyoming, a team not known for their offense, uh, oh my God, yeah. has looked pretty good here so far in the first quarter. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't a game I had too strong of an opinion on, but played a little bit of uh, Ohio Live. Uh, but, I mean, they're they're letting Wyoming uh, – march up and down the field so far uh with wyoming's own only player uh you know only skill player that was worth the damn not playing and then they're just uh you know lighting it up so yeah that one here i still think this is uh you know an ohio team that that's not gonna have problems uh score i, I mean over here whether well, the under actually took a little money here i mean this this looks like it's gonna like go over in the first half so uh yeah a little, a little bit, bit definitely more wide open than i thought yeah a little bit of late money came in on the over close 43 uh Although, I mean, I, again, a little bit of a surprise. I mean, Wyoming's on a fifth-string running back. They can't throw the football, and you thought that would really compromise them. I, I understood a little bit that, that that late Ohio money, at least to get it to three, but uh, uh, looking at uh, the chat here, uh, yeah, DTR out. Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, it looks like he didn't play last series. I don't know if he's coming back. He's done enough damage, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think the the backups really going to come in here and drive uh, another, you know, a TD drive. So uh, yeah, a pit score here, and I think uh, UCLA might be in the grave here. So uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> well, at least um, the only positive I had is I only turned in one of my contest picks. I didn't turn in my leader one. I wanted to on UCLA. It was the best bet on the board with, you know, the stale lines, but I'm glad I didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> so at least I got a break there. Uh, let's talk. Uh, let's get to the games starting tomorrow. Uh, before we get to the playoff games, there's a few other games. I will start with, with uh, the, the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Alabama taking some money today uh, with it getting up near a key number. Uh, Crimson Tide now favored by seven. Did you take a position on the Crimson Tide? I can tell you that I did. Uh, we'll see how it works out. I did lay three. <laughs> I'm a little worried now, but uh, not really. I, I just think they're the better team, and that was before the announced opt-ins. Now, I'm starting to hear some whispers. You you know, to confirm what you're hearing. Uh, I'm hearing that Bryce Young might not play every single snap. Are you hearing that as well? Yeah, that, that seems to be the word going around. Uh, it's, it is really – now, the only thing I would say here is Bama is a pro that notoriously, like, just doesn't have leaks. So uh, I think there's a lot of, you know, programs that a lot of coaches talk, a lot of message board info that you can get. Bama, not usually one that they're pretty airtight. Uh, so I'm a little bit more dubious of, of stuff like that than I would be at some other programs. Um, I agree. If you're talking like, if you're telling me Will Anderson and Bryce Young are going to play the entire game, then, I, you know, the original number was short. It, it's another one where, uh, you know, I, I was talking like Pittsburgh UCLA here. Bet some Kansas State early. Bet some Alabama when it, you know, the news dropped that they're going to play. So I don't have too much of a weighted position on either side. Um, again, if you if you told me those guys are, are going to play the entire game, I'd still lean Bama. But at, with, with I mean, the the the, the, the Bryce Young drop off, uh, you know, to Milrow or whoever's going to try there if they're not going to play in the entire time is significant. So. It might be one if you don't have a position now. That's probably one you, you just want to you just want to set up live uh, and, and, and you know be like see how the game's playing out. If they pull them live, you should have some opportunities. So it, it's one that I don't have uh, you know a strong recommendation to play pregame right now. Not at seven. Uh, I'll tell you if it gets to seven and a half, I might play a little back a little bit back on Kansas State just uh, with those rumors uh, out there a little bit. Uh, other game i kind of skipped over it maybe for a reason iowa kentucky with a total at circa uh the good old show sponsor 
of 30 and a half at Circa. I, I'm seeing at least on my board. I'm not sure about the the the, the one there in Colorado. But uh, did you take a position at all on this one? I kind of lean towards the Iowa side. I think their defense is the best unit on the field. And believe it or not, I kind of lean over as well because I think you need perfection to go under a, a total like this in today's day and age of college football. Did you bet it? I don't, you know what? I don't have anything on this one. I was talking with some people this morning. Um, I think if a, a three popped, you, you, you'd get me on Kentucky. I'm now, again, we've said it a few times when, uh, you know, our, our sponsor here, uh, one of the sharpest books in the world, uh, is, is yeah. the only one trading 30 and a half. Does that make me want to run to the window and bet over 30 and a half? No, but I, I, I'd agree with you. That's the only like, at 30 and a half in a bowl game, and I know both of these offenses, uh, you know, just anemic throughout the year. They're both going to have a bunch of, you know, backup different quarterbacks on both sides. Still, I think, though, in bowl season, you can sometimes get like what exactly what we're seeing in Wyoming, Ohio right now, where, uh, you know, I have you know, a Wyoming team that usually runs slow plays, missing a number of starters, and, yeah. and they just go into, they open up the playbook, they play a little bit different tempo. I just think sometimes you're going to tell me that, you know, 30 and a half for a bowl game um, over is the only thing I could play. I tell you, <laughs> I can't, this UCLA pick game is just, uh, it dropped. I know, man. I, it is again, like, I was plus, I just shut it off, man. I was getting plus. <laughs> I, I, I did. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> uh, I tell you what, I'm, and you know what? This may be the last time I dropped this troll. This would be a great tease game uh, for Kentucky if you were getting a great price on a teaser. Uh, you know, through the three to seven. Got it. Yeah, eight, you guys are going to tease plus it. Plus eight and a half. Uh, man, we would have loved to still been able to do that. Uh, dude, that that's too bad. We can't anymore. Anyway, um, for me, <laughs> I'll see if a Kentucky three pops. I would lean over outside of that. Um, uh, again, not one that I'm going to have a strong feeling on pregame. I agree. I'll say this with a teaser. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. Low total, teasing it through three and seven, a long teaser. Makes sense. And then I look at the result of the UCLA pit game, and I basically had a free teaser, just getting in front of a, almost a touchdown line <laughs> move and look what yeah. <laughs> lose the game outright. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. There's just so much variance. I Sure, in theory, if there's one college football teaser to play, it, it, you know, hooking up, the, give me the other leg to it. What's your other leg to it? Kentucky and who? Well, that that would be that 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 would be part. Michigan? I don't have to worry about this anymore. Uh, but you know, normally uh, you'd look for again when we were Michigan? playing those, you would get you you, you want you want it, you got it, baby. <laughs> Give me a little Michigan there on the teaser. That is a honestly, you know, usually when we we're playing these, you you'd find these two games where totals in the the thirties or the low forties, uh, and see if it you know you can yeah. match them together. Obviously, not another game that that really. Fits that criteria, but that'd be that'd be the you know, hey, that's a side. I think the Michigan is uh the best bet on the board to win. You know, that's the most comfortable I feel of the games remaining to win that side that's even in the range. So or you know, cross sport it, maybe tease it with one of the NFL low totals. Yeah, now now you're now you're feeling you uh, you're on a Friday either. Yeah, I'm so ready. I did you dip into the you know the egg now a little late the holiday stuff already, Mr. Powers feeling himself here. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean. Pittsburgh eight and a half with a total of 35 makes some sense there. So um, dolphins, I think are a decent teaser option. So yeah, I mean, I, I certainly, why not in that regard? Uh, let's get to the main event and that being your, your Michigan Wolverines against the TCU Horn Frogs. I, 
you know, friend of the program I see is on Michigan. I am as well. I, I mean, I'm just not blowing smoke up uh, Kanish's ass here. I, I, I like, I think Michigan's the correct side here. I think TCU generally speaking is overrated. Uh, I think Michigan's offensive line really leans on them in the second half of the game. I'll give you out a bonus best bet prop. Uh, I'm not a big prop guy, but I like it. I uh, am. Give me, yeah, give me I'm baby. Gonna, I'm going to go Donovan Edwards uh, over receiving yards. Uh, oh, the cast is smaller on his hand. I think that he'll be able to catch the ball on like the last couple of games. Obviously, his usage rates are going to go through the through the roof without Blake Corum uh, over 13 and a half yards. I did see, I think a friend of the program also had that. Yep. I, I like that quite a bit. Yeah, he sent that. Uh, yeah, we uh friend of the program. We better little bit together. He liked that one. Um, I also, uh, you know, I talked about it on Wabby. Wabby. Again, it's another one that uh, you're going to have to find the right book because not all of them have it. I like J.J. McCarthy over rushing yardage. Uh, okay. It's one that you, I think I've seen around 16 and a half. It's one there. Michigan doesn't give up many sacks. Uh, yeah, you've seen it now. It's juiced pretty good uh, at Caesars. Uh, we'll have to see if that – hopefully some more places open this tomorrow. Um but you've seen in Michigan's biggest games, in the critical games uh, that they play, whether it be the Ohio State, the big, they they run more design runs for JJ. He's more against when, when they're playing Rutgers and uh, you know uh, you know the poverty about they tell him not to run it. He doesn't hand it. He doesn't keep it on any of the RPOs. Um, when you're playing the premium games, uh, and and it's a TCU yep. defense that super aggressive in, in terms of their run fits and all that stuff. I could see him keeping, uh, you know, a couple RPOs there and gashing for a few big plays. So, uh, yeah, I like the Edwards receiving yardage, uh, and I like the McCarthy over rushing yardage. So, a couple, uh, couple of uh, player props there we like. I got a couple in the other game, too, but I'm I'm agree with you. I like Michigan as the side. Um, did you play some under as well? I played a little under in this one, too. Uh, yeah, about three weeks ago. 61 and a half, I think, Westgate hung. So, I, I did play that. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it's like. I'm barely above 500 in this bowl season with like three points a game, three points uh, on almost every single game. So whatever. I mean, yeah, I think under a little bit. Uh, I, I think both teams are a little bit conservative out of the gate. Uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, you could agree. I really like the J.J. McCarthy uh, rush yards there. Kudos to producer Zach for pulling up the props like that. That was that quick. I'm like looking at my screen. I'm make, making sure I'm he's quick to the trigger there. Speaking of Zach Phillips, he told me. I got to make sure to promote. There's a new, brand new upcoming episode of the Circles Off podcast. Robbing the guys at you with a lot of hot hitting action. Zach, if you want to come in. Uh, the, Who's going to be the, on that? I'm hearing it might be your buddy, Captain Quack. Oh! Is that correct, little, uh, Is that correct Zach, or did I miss me? Shockingly, yeah. I didn't get invited to that episode. <laughs> I, didn't even, uh, I, didn't even, I didn't even know what was happening. So, yeah, I don't uh, – maybe uh, I must have missed the call there to get uh, invited for that uh, roundtable. No, no no guests, neutral Rob and Johnny breakdown on the Circles Off podcast oh. on the Circles Off YouTube channel coming out later tonight. They break down the uh, the notorious Twitter beef gotcha. that's going on right now. Okay. So there's oh, okay. uh, they offer their opinions, their sides on it, and uh, break I'm it down neutral. from their I perspective. I would have loved to be on that table and given my unbiased <laughs> opinion. <laughs> yeah, neutral third party, Joey Kanish, with no... No bias. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Love I, it. I see why. Uh, uh, no, yeah. I, I can't wait for that episode. So make sure you guys are checking that out. Uh, as uh, Kanish is checking in, you you give me updates on the game. Well, uh, it, Pittsburgh inside the five right now, uh, trying to put the final nail in the coffin. Fair enough. So, so uh, yeah, third and goal now. So uh, you, uh, I mean, well, 
even a field goal here uh, puts 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 UCLA better than the grave. Yeah, I agree. Uh, unbelievable. If my phone, if you start seeing a light popping up, it'll be my phone from pissed off clients and, and whatnot. <laughs> uh, so uh, that'll be the case there. Uh, let's go to the, the the nightcap tomorrow. That being, you know, a good play, at least on paper, a good semifinal. Ohio State, Georgia. Buckeyes today took a little bit of steam. Respected steam, too. I, I think, you know, I, this ain't, you know, Barney at the bar betting uh, a, a day before the game. He's too worried about trying to cash a second half bet on a, on a game that's currently going. But Buckeyes took some money, went from six and a half to six. First time the lines moved in about three weeks. Uh, early money was on the Buckeyes. I did bet them on that opening Sunday when the lines were released. They took seven. I lean Ohio State. I'm anxious to hear from Mr. Buckeye Hater uh, on how stupid of a bet that is, but I, I just think I'd be very surprised if Ohio State doesn't play an A game. I'm not sure if it'll be enough to win it, but I just I, I if they come out and play like they did in the second half against Michigan, I'll be stunned. And if that's the case, then Ryan Day's not going to be the answer for the Buckeyes moving forward. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I you know listen. I mean, we talked about it earlier. Played some seven. There were sevens out there for a while. They're obviously all gone now. Um, but it's just jump jump ball start there, so they're going to kick the field goal, and that that uh, that takes it all out of the, the range. But no, I'm with you. I even still like. I, I I just I can't get to. I don't think this this is last year's Georgia team in any realm. Of the, I thought the SEC one of the worst renditions of the SEC in a while. Uh, they took advantage of of a pretty bad SEC. Um, didn't listen. It's still it's still a very good team, but. And, and again, I, I talk about the SEC championship data point there of LSU was able to throw it all over the pitch and they made a bunch of mistakes uh, and they let the field goal return there, but they had no problems moving it up and down the field. Uh, and you get a, you know, an indoor game here where Ohio state should be you know super motivated after that. And listen, I'm not one that wants to, you, you talk about some guy that doesn't want to be an Ohio state apologist, but you, you, you like that Michigan game, it's a one score game with like six minutes to go. And then yeah. you just go, you give up, uh, you know, 70-yard TD run, three and out, 80-yard TD run. And then it's 22 points. But it, it wasn't like it was this beginning to end absolute domination. Uh, and Michigan's a great team this year. So, yeah, yeah I like Ohio. I think they're live. I think they're live in this game. Um, and that's not just me saying it. I, 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 I would still play six. Obviously not for as large of a position as I put on seven. But, um, yep. yeah, this is one I think uh, it will be a great game. Um I think Ohio State's got you know a number of advantages plus the you know the factor coming off the Michigan game. So I I, I like Ohio State there. I think this is you know a classic one score game going into the the late fourth quarter and one of those types. Yeah, I think people forget. I mean, they actually led at halftime against Michigan. So one really bad half of football, my downgrading the team's power rating. It kind of reminds me of the last couple of semifinals where Ohio State found themselves you know a touchdown underdog. Alabama they won the game outright. Uh, you know, the Clemson game two years ago, they won the game outright when everyone threw them in the trash. So I, I at least expect a really good effort from them. I got another prop best bet for you. How about I want you to take on this? Yeah. I like CJ Stroud over 277 and a half passing yards. I like That's it. That's the exact one. I would double best bet. That's the exact one I yeah. was going to go with. Because I like it for two reasons. Number one, I see 279 and a half. I mean, I'm good there with that. Are, if, uh, uh, I know there's some 277 out there at maybe uh, the king of sports books, if uh, you can bet there. So, uh, yeah, there's still some 277 around. I bet it at uh, Willie Hill just a couple hours ago. Two reasons why I like it. 
I think if you like Ohio State, obviously, how are they going to have success in the game? Well, I mean, obviously, it's going to be through the air. And let's say you're wrong about that. Ohio State isn't the right side here. Georgia is clearly the better team. Well, if Ohio State gets down, what are they going to be doing? Throwing the football all over the yard, similar to what LSU was in the SEC championship game. So I think either way, I just don't – I think he throws for 300 yards in this game. Uh, do, do you agree? I'm, I'm I'm totally with you. That that was probably like uh, of the two games so far. Uh, the the favorite again for the semifinals. The player props usually a little tighter than than especially some of the other games where you got a bunch of opt outs. But that 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 was hands down the the favorite one that I got uh, so far. I, I just don't see a lot of scenarios where you're going to get an Ohio State team that's like trying to establish the run and, and go wow. that. I know I know you know against some lesser opponents they they played some more Mayan Williams and stuck to that. And that, that, that's not Georgia. So, I, and I think, again, SEC championship game, what does LSU do? They were, oh, I, to me, that's that's the only way you can take advantage uh, of this, uh, you know, Georgia defense is, is through the air. Um, I, I like that one a lot. I, I could see Stroud, you know, 350, 400, one of those type of, type of game, even in a losing effort. As, as yeah. you're saying, like, either way, if Iowa State's going to win, it's going to be on the back of C.J. Stroud. Uh, and Georgia's pass rush has not been, you know, especially off of the edge. They don't have these classic edge runs. They're very good on the interior, but Ohio State is, is you know, the, the thing against Michigan, they, they are a good pass-protecting offensive line, uh, and that, that's not where they really had the issues against Michigan. It was Michigan was able to sit in their, you know, their deep cover to shell, uh, get Stroud a little confused. They weren't able to run it, uh, and, and then kind of, you know, melt it away in the second half. I don't think, you know, this Georgia defense doesn't have uh, – the the elite pass rushers off the edge uh, that they did last year, and so I think game conditions on that being indoor favors Ohio State. So yeah, like that I, I again two seventy seven two seventy nine all those like that that quite a bit. That's exactly the one I was going to go with. So uh, yeah, that's a uh, like that one quite a bit there. Before we go, let's talk because you and I were not going to we're not going to have a, an upcoming Monday show uh, for for those of you guys that, that watch us each and every week. When next time me and Kanish are going to get together, it might actually be in a couple of days. I'm I'm joking. I'm going to be in Ohio. I'm taking a flight tonight. Believe it or not. Oh, right baby, on. back to the back to the heartland. Yeah, so I'll be there. I'll, I'll be trying to oh, take. Oh, some I, forgot, of my... I, I forgot. really why you're going there. Not not to see the family. It's, it's to see the family and have them. Uh, you know, get get a few uh, sportsbook accounts there. So now I forgot about that for a minute. Yeah, yeah. So Ohio goes live on January first. And I'll be looking to take some uh, money out of uh, Mr. Portno- Portnoy's uh, pocket uh, there <laughs> at the local casino, which is a barstool book. So we'll see uh, how that turns out. We have best bets in the Monday games coming up here. Uh, we've, in fact, uh, on three of the four. No, actually, we got best bets on every one of the four games. So if you've been watching us throughout the bowl season, where we've done a bunch of these shows, we are involved in all four games already. And they're all looking good, in my opinion. Mississippi State. You got me onto this. You said, hey, uh, this was a couple weeks ago. You said Illinois might have some more opt-outs, including Chase Brown. We took Mississippi State plus two and a half. Now they're favored by one and a half. Illinois ended up having those opt-outs. They already had some on the defense side of the ball, and then their best offensive playmakers out on top of it. Their defense coordinator is out. There's other assistant coaches that are jumping ship uh, from the team. So uh, I think Mississippi State win one for the old Pirate. Uh, type speech. It doesn't take much to get them fired up. Kudos to you on that one. Uh, any, any different uh, thoughts on that one? 
No, you know, the, when we gave it out, we were hoping for the Chase Brown. You know, there was already a couple of defensive players. We got the Chase Brown opt-out. Uh, and that's a scenario where, you know, I think the running game and his talent is so critical to their offense that – and they don't have – you know, you saw Michigan with Quinn McCormick. They don't have a Donovan Edwards coming back in. They've got, you know, some of their uh, – I think it's Reggie Love or something. Like, their RB2 is a significant downgrade. And that matters more to a team like Illinois who wants to just line up and pound the football. Um I, I, yeah, I, I still, I still, I still like that. I mean, even though, yeah, I think our, uh, you know, sponsor here's got some one. I, I'd still play that. Uh, so obviously, we're sitting good there with with the uh, the best back in them. At, you know, plus two, plus two and a half. Um, I still like Mississippi State even at current. So I, I just Illinois is not a team number one. I love Brian Walters, their DC, what he did, what he brought to that team, yep. him being gone. And two, they don't have – they have, They just – they're just not a team. They had some great frontline talent this year. For a school like Illinois, they've got some, like, legitimate, like, NFL talent, and none of it's going to play. And they're not a team that has that type yeah. of depth that, you know, is, uh, you know, a Georgia band, one of those where, if you know, 15 guys can, you know, opt out, and then you've got, you know, four and five stars coming up. They, they're, they're super, super thin now uh, at, at the guys that are playing in. So I, I like Mississippi State quite a bit here um, and even still at the current number. Agree. Uh, let's move to the next game. Cotton Bowl, uh, Tulane, USC. I think I called that the Alabama game, the Cotton Bowl. That's the Sugar Bowl. Uh, Tulane, USC in the Cotton Bowl on Monday. We took under 64, I, I want to say. Uh, you were leaning towards Tulane. Do you want to add Tulane to the card here? It's you know kind of up in the air still how healthy Caleb Williams is going to play. Yeah, it, this is one that I, I, I feel like so much fringes on the Caleb Williams stat. When this was originally, you know, we're talking about this game, I thought for sure that, like, he wasn't going to play after the hamstring injury. Yeah. I haven't gotten very good concrete info in regards to his status. So I don't have – obviously, if it's if he, you told me he was in uh, just at the current number, I bet USC. If you told me he was out, I bet yeah. Tulane. So – that's one um, I think, and I don't have uh, very, very good info on on how much he's going to play. Is he going to play all that? How how active has he been in practice? So yeah, that's one that I think is you probably uh, on on January second. Uh, you you, you kind of look at to see pregame how much is he doing uh, and bet yep. it off of that. Couldn't have said it better. I mean, that's one. Unless there's some breaking news that comes out beforehand, it's. You know, watch him in warm-ups. Does he run around? Does he look limited? Because, I mean, obviously, you know, Travis Dye's already out for the year. Jordan Addison's out. A couple of the offensive linemen are out for USC. They're not very deep at that position. I think you kind of need, uh, you know, him close to 100% to be able to run around and, and be himself. He wasn't himself in the second half. What happened? Utah just teed off on him and, and got sacked, it seemed like, every other play. So, yeah, it's a one-factor handicap. It just depends on how healthy Williams is. Healthy? SC's short. The line's short right now. He's not healthy. Tulane outright. Uh, so the, the, to be determined there, I, you know, I, I'm still pretty confident in our under position uh, there. It's never ideal betting unders in SC games, but I think we'll be okay there. Uh, let's go to the other one. This was our first best bet, bowl best bet. The very first bowl show that you and I did, uh, right when the, the games were announced, we took LSU minus six and a half. We said, hey, we think Jeff Brown's going to leave. He does. He ends up taking the, 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 the job at Louisville. And we said, hey, if that's the case, expect some opt-outs. We've seen that from Purdue with, with Aiden O'Connell out. And, you know, the, wide, the outstanding wide receivers out. Several other players are out. So a uh, lot of money on LSU. With that being said, LSU does have some opt-outs as well. I'm not laying – I'm not saying recommend and laying it now. In fact, you know, 
I might talk myself into coming back a little bit, maybe 15, 20%, be a little greedy uh, with Purdue. Right now, I would say the current lines, I'm kind of leaning more under. I think just Ryan Kelly, kind of conservative, just d- does what he needs to do to get the win, comfortable win, and that's that. I mean, I could see a, a, a 31-17 type of game. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know how Purdue's going to move the football in this one now. When you and you, you lose your, you know, your play caller there, you lose your. I'm, I'm O'Connell was one that that surprised me. I mean, I, I, again, we liked LSU to begin with, and then O'Connell opts out, um, and now I, I just don't know. I mean, Purdue is a team that like they ran real good this year, won the games they have to win, but you. I thought, you know, in that Michigan game that they they played their A game for three quarters, they still didn't cover. They still lost by twenty. Good points. Uh, and now, and now that you're missing your quarterback, your coach, and and some other players, it's not a team that I thought even on, had a bunch of high end talent. And it's LSU. LSU is one of those teams we just talked about that like you just yeah you know, like the guy like the third string freaking defensive end probably could start at like you know half the teams in the Big Ten. So uh, I, I mean. It's just too much talent here, uh, and and enough guys are playing. I mean, LSU's a couple opt-outs, but not honestly not as many as as I thought. I think that they're inc- significantly better on the trenches of both sides. Uh, and yeah, I'm with you. If I had to play anything at current in this game, it'd be a bit on under. Um, e- even yeah, I, I agree. Maybe a sprinkle a little bit back on Purdue if, if you took some maybe. Let's see how high it goes. I mean, we're seeing a lot of steam on the favorites. Um, yeah. Do we get a 17? At that point, yeah, right, I might I agree. <laughs> right. yeah. I mean, I'm don't don't just automatically think that uh, that that's not possible because I, I didn't think Notre Dame would get that much money today, and look what happened there. And uh, let's go to the the Rose Bowl final game here uh, before we sign off. We took Penn State. I I love Penn State. I like Penn State outright in this game. I think you know similar opt out situations with your best cover corner for both teams out, your leading receiver out for both teams. I just think Penn State's got better depth. You know, outside of the second half against USC, I wasn't overly impressed with Utah this year. I think, you know, the, the Singleton and the freshman running backs are, are going to be able to run the football against Utah. So uh, I think generally speaking, both teams are fired up to be there. I just think, you know, my power ratings, I think Penn State's slightly better. I'm in mean, a Penn State one. Anything change in, in your handicap? No. So, and you know what? This is another one that uh, I think that the steam hasn't, you know, the, the end of, you know, close to the game steam hasn't hit the board. I would be surprised if this doesn't close, you know, pick or even, you know, Penn yeah, State a uh, little bit. I, I'm surprised two and a half are still hanging out there. Uh, I agree with you. I think Penn State probably uh, is, you know, they just had a cup that, you know, they ran into it, the, you know, Ohio State and Michigan this year. Um, and outside of, you know, a one game versus Michigan, I thought they they're a pretty elite team throughout most of the year. Yeah. Um, and again, a couple of their better players opt out, but they've got better depth than Utah. Utah team that that as you said, outside of that second half versus USC went against the USC team that was probably a bit fraudulent, uh, especially defensively. That it, it, it's just I think you're getting the better team here as the dog, um, and, and there's no real like you know angle or motivation you know difference here that that I can really you know. I think James Franklin, not the best schematic coach, but he's a coach I think that's good at getting his guys up uh, and, 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 you know, in, in for bowl game, kind of like a, a PJ Fleckish guy, rah, rah, can, can get the team locked in for a bowl game. Um, so, yeah, then nothing's changed from this. This is another one that, uh, just like Mississippi State, I'd still bet it at current. I'd still bet the, the Penn State two and a half that are out there. Let me ask you this. I mean, we have similar betting circles, but they're not exact. You got guys, and I, and I got guys. Is anybody on Utah here? Why is this number not moved? I thought it would, you know, I, I was expecting Penn State to close maybe one. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm. I still think. I listen. I still think it gets there. I, I will just say I don't know anybody that has a you know a serious position on Utah, and I don't. I'm. I, I, this is one that the the Mark. I'm surprised that you know enough of that uh, that two and a half is still out there. So we'll have to see if it if it closes there. But yeah, I'd I'd be uh, I'd be shocked if it did. Anything else you want to mention before you and I talk next Monday? I don't think so, baby. Just, uh, just you know, go blue, uh, and hopefully we're, we're uh, talking about a Michigan National uh, Championship game here coming up. I think we will be. I think you're pretty safe there. I don't want to jinx it, but, uh, wow, Michigan playing for the National Championship. That, what they've yeah, done I the last two years. Yeah. After Wait, that yeah, COVID, COVID season. Year. Yeah, would you have said that? So yes. Yeah, unbelievable. And even after, you know, Harbaugh looks like he's got one foot out the door. He wants to get an NFL job to do what they did this year. I mean, I just – it would be – wild to me but coot i mean that he, he can coach folks <laughs> and that culture inside that locker room is pretty good so uh kudos I, i'm right there with you go blue there and uh i'll talk to you next monday before that though as always you've been watching hit the books on the hammer betting network powered by circus sports again you can bet like the pros with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips it's circus sports experience the big app bets with the highest betting limits better money line splits lowest hold percentage, best customer service, and more. Get your new bookie today at circusports.com. For Joey Kanish, for Zach Phillips, I'm Brad Powers. You've been watching Hit the Books on the Hammer Betting Network. We'll talk to you next Monday.